The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Um, to support you in your practice this morning. Um, so when I was thinking about what I wanted to share this morning, what came up for me was like, oh, that's so simple. Um, and corny. <laughs> but truthfully, um, it's also the simplest and easiest and best way I've found to practice. <laughs> so I'm going to share it, which is just essentially to try and, try and come to your experience with as much openness, as much heart, um, as much gentleness as you can. And that you know, as you watch your experience, not to be surprised by how many waves you find, how many things are coming and going, and how many times you might notice difficulties or critical thoughts or feelings, and how subtle even they can be. That it's just sort of the way the mind is, and um, the heart is, and you know, to, as much as possible to allow yourself to be just just touched, you know, just touched by what you see coming and going. So um, there's, a, there's this space between whatever comes up and believing it, there's believing a thought or a feeling, and there's disbelieving a thought. And somewhere in between, there's something I experience as wonder, kind of this sense of, wonder that this is coming up. For example, I was sitting on my deck this morning. I was looking at the started looking down at the yard and loving the flowers and gaze goes up and there's a hill and it's sunny from in my view and then there's a little bit of a gap at the top of the hill and then my eyes hit this really intense dark fog bank. And the mind immediately, like, it was just like a snag, like this little feeling of, like, letting, like a letdown or a disappointment or a, a feeling of criticism, something disagreeable. And so I can either just agree with the mind that's assessing the weather in this way, or I can not believe it, or I can just be in awe that this is happening, right? Sort of the sense of wonder that the mind is doing all these things and I have the space to see it, to breathe with it, to notice it, to be touched by it, but not to become it, not to fall into it, not to be overwhelmed by it. And what I also find is that it ends up feeling like love. It ends up feeling like this space, this this is a manifestation of allowing love to be felt, to be received. Just pausing here to give that some space. I could almost end here, but I want to say just a couple more little things.
I'm a therapist, and I work with people and talk with them. That's what I do pretty much all day long. And nothing, nothing to me seems more powerful or more helpful in the process of healing than an act of opening up, an act of acceptance, an act of being with what hurts. And nothing seems more painful or harmful or difficult than the act of shutting down, of closing off, of turning away, of hating, of rejecting, of distancing ourselves. It's what, it's this tiny movement that I see in people's faces and bodies all the time, this movement toward an opening or this bracing or pushing or you know, moving away. Constantly, constantly. And sometimes it's this flutter back and forth and back and forth and you can just see this sort of struggle. Right? To let it in or not, to let it in or not. So our preferences and our desires, our beliefs, and even our emotions, particularly our fears, disgust or pain or distrust, those things tend to block our connection to love. They tend to block our connection to our healing. We do a lot to try and protect ourselves. We get very vigilant around trying to defend ourselves from our pain or being hurt by others. Disappointment, protecting ourselves from disappointment, judgment, but it all ends up cutting us off from this love or from our heart. So in defending ourselves and trying to protect ourselves from these emotions, these thoughts, these feelings, these experiences that we might even get from others, and anxiety, we end up cutting ourselves off from the emotion we need most, which is love, right? Turns out we can't really cut ourselves off from any one emotion without cutting ourselves off from all of them. I'm pretty sure the Buddha didn't want us to cut off our emotions. Instead, he wanted us to learn that it was possible to experience them with an open heart that's guided by wisdom. So I'll leave you with a quote by Aya Kema in her book Visible Here and Now she wrote the more often we remember that our, our heart all our heart has to do is love the easier it will be to distance ourselves from judgments and condemnations the spiritual path is a path of purification of heart and mind the more often we remember and remember is an important word in sati in Buddhism remember mindfulness so today as you practice and you walk and you sit 
What is it you want to remember? What would it be what would it be like? Just imagine for a moment. What would be it like? What would that fantasy in your mind allow you to see? If you allowed love or openness or letting go, whatever words work for you, to be what you remember, to help guide you through every little moment. So may you walk with ease and an open heart and sit with ease and open heart. And I'll see you back here in a little bit.